And we are back, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Five Pointer here on the Gucciverse. We are so excited for uh, for you guys to be joining us on another episode. I am your host, Lando Payne, here with the bearded behemoth, Justin Hamilton, or as I like to call him, the Hambone. <laughs> what's the up? Hambone. What's up? What's up, man? What's up? I hope you had that good anniversary last week. Yeah, man. So if you guys don't know, Reese, we did not have an episode last week as I was celebrating my anniversary with my lovely, beautiful wife, and we had a fantastic time. We uh, stayed in bed all day and had Chipotle and watched Dragon Ball Z, and so it was a very fun time. Uh, we actually, Chipotle's our favorite restaurant. It's our favorite fine dining establishment. I kind of want to be part of that anniversary. <laughs> it was nice. I would have I just got up, snuck up in the bed. Ate me yeah. some Chipotle and watched some Dragon Ball Z, bro. Bro, I had about three burrito bowls that we went early in the day, and we just got Chipotle to last us the rest of the day. And no shit, we just went into our room and just like ate Chipotle, Dragon Ball Z, fell asleep, woke up, Dragon Ball Z, Chipotle, sleep. That's right, man. Hey, sometimes you just need those kind of days. Sometimes you just need it. It was the best. It was the best. I could not have asked for anything more. And uh, Lindsay, if you're watching this, I love you so much. She is the rock to my uh, bigger rocks, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right. <laughs> so getting off of that a little bit. Yeah, this is the five-pointer. We're going to be breaking down some of the biggest and hottest topics going on in the Schmodown world, the Schmodown universe. Uh, the way we break it down, we got five main topics, and they are each going to be about five minutes. And then we're going to hear that little bell. And then we're going to go on to the next topic. We are not here to waste a lot of time. If you guys don't know, this is the Gucci-verse. That's where we live. That's where we reside here um, on YouTube. And if you guys don't know, hit that subscribe button, like, and share. Or if you hate what we say or, you know, Hambone has what we like to call those doo-doo takes, go ahead, hit that dislike button, but also subscribe at the same time. Yeah, we don't mind if you hit the dislike as long as you subscribe. We don't, we don't really care. If I wake up one day and I get like 120 dislikes... Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. I don't care. I don't care. You know. And then also, but what I do care about is if you guys would like to go ahead and check out that Patreon, patreon.com slash Bobby Gucci. Uh, we got a lot of stuff happening over there. But one of the biggest things that we have is the ability for you guys to submit your question uh, on video. And we will actually answer that in our sudden death topic. Today, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently. And you will see that as we go along in the show. But... That is out there to all the Patreons. If you guys got a hot button issue, you guys want to ask us anything, we will give you our real honest answers. But we're already three minutes in, and I don't like to waste any time. Hambone, ready to get into this? Let's get it. All right. All right, man. So last week we had the semifinals of the singles tournament, and we're going to kind of break down both of those matches. And the first one we're going to talk about is the one that I – uh, really want to get into, and this is big time Ethan Lerwin versus Jeff the N Snyder Snyder uh, Hambone. What were your thoughts on this amazing battle between two titans? Let me see. Uh, it breaks down to the fact that where I'm not going to lie to you because I had picked Tom and you had picked Ethan when we were doing picks earlier. You know, this month at the very end of last month, uh, I had you know to the win, and you like I said, you had Ethan. And I'm not gonna lie to you; I was thinking about it back, like you know what? I hope Ethan loses because mm-hmm. my man done beat Tom, my pick, put him out of the tournament. Yeah. But as the match going on, man, you just see the brilliance of Ethan. You see the brilliant 
look, man, Snyder is one of those people that he's one of the few. Now, there are some people in this league that you can piss off, right? Like you can make mad, you can get in their head, and you can totally shut them down and pull out a victory even if you shouldn't have because you had just messed them up all in their all in their head space, man, like doing that kind of stuff, and you, and you, and you can win a match against them. Snyder's not the one to do that with. Snyder's not the one to say anything, and Ethan really didn't, but I'm just saying like Snyder got pumped up from what happened earlier on. I think Ethan fell victim to what other people did leading up to this match, right? Like other people riled Snyder up, got him all hot and bothered, and then he wanted to take it out on someone, and Ethan just happened to be there because this is the best Snyder that you're going to see is when Snyder really cares and when Snyder just focuses on he wants to get the victory, and that happens when he gets pissed off, when he's out there to prove everybody wrong. Like – you look at the Patriots and that run that they did. If you look at that time period, like everybody wanted them to lose. They was always rooting against them. Or what does Snyder just keep doing? Win after win after win after win. And he, you know, if, if you wanted to say A and B player on that team, Snyder to me was the A player during that time period. Even back then, Snyder was pulling most of the weight because like he just kept going and going and going and going. And JTE was a really good player at times, like and, and did his work. I'm not saying JTE did, but or didn't do his work. But Snyder, he had that focus, man. And I haven't seen that from him in a while. And it looked like I saw some of it in this match, and he got the job done. Uh, I agree with you on some of the things you said. First of all, um, I want to disagree with you straight up. I do not think that he was the A player on that team. I think it was JTE because it seemed like whenever the, the, the they were against the ropes, JTE was the one coming up with those clutch kicks. But, you know, we don't have to get into the Patriots in their reign. We're here to talk about Snyder one-on-one with Big Time. Um, phenomenal match, first of all, I want to say. Uh, congratulations to Jeff Snyder. I think that he played... Uh, very very well, but I don't. I mean, to me, I I I'm in the camp where I think that Irwin lost this match where more than I think that Snyder won it. Um, it seemed to me like Irwin was a little bit off his game more than you know. We got normal Snyder, we got abnormal Irwin. You know, looking at everything, he's missing points in the first round. He's checking down the second round, and then of course he missed a third and a fifth round question. Uh, a win is a win is a win, and I'm going to congratulate Snyder all day. He won that match. I'm not going to take anything away from him winning. Um, I'm not going to sit. I, I'm not going to say that he succumbed to the pressure because he showed up. Uh, I I personally just think that Irwin wasn't in his right game. But you know what? Good for Snyder. You know, sometimes in order for you to win, you're hoping that your opponent's going to be a little bit off sometimes. And Snyder's now moving on to the finals. On the flip side, back to Snyder. Hats off to Roxy Stryer. Hats, hats off to Roxy Stryer and stepping up and pulling this man back into the light because it was for a minute when you was entering that third round, I thought it was over. You saw him kind of do the thing. He leans back in the chair and you're like, oh, here we go again because my biggest issue with Snyder is that it, we know, we know when he is mentally blocked out. And... That didn't happen because Roxy was right there. And she told him straight up, yo, I know what you're doing. And that's not happening today. You think that you lost already and you didn't lose. Let me Even tell you though something. he was down. Even though he was down. 
Yeah. She pulled him right back. What's up? I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on this because like one of the things the biggest drawback so far this year or the biggest complaint that I've seen because I'm on multiple shows and in multiple different groups of fans, one of the biggest complaints is Rachi Stryer. Some people don't like the character that she's trying to portray, right? Like as this heel manager. Like some of the things she does kind of irritates them. And in some ways, being a heel, you're supposed to irritate people. So maybe it's doing a good job according on how you look at it. This is the time, though, where I, the first time this year, I saw her put that to the side. Said, no, nope. she didn't care how she looked. She didn't care what she did. She just got into it. And like you said, she pulled Snyder from the brink. Snyder looked like he possibly maybe just be giving it up. And and she, I think she, she, this performance by her in this match is probably the best performance I've seen. Single performance, not for the whole year, not a manager of the year. This ain't going to get her that. But this is a moment that if she were to be mentioned for it, this is the moment people's going to look back at. No, and I absolutely agree with you. I have been one of those people that's like, I don't know. I'm not buying her as manager of the year. I'm not buying any of this stuff because I haven't seen it. But this was a moment for sure. She stepped up. She got this man who I have been saying, if you finally let go, you finally unleash them, Snyder can be a force to be reckoned with. And you know what? He is on some incredible revenge tour story because he got back at Oyama and now he got back at Irwin and now he has a phenomenal appoint opponent. Let's see if he can carry this into the next match. We're gonna get to that a little speaking bit of, a little bit a little bit later. But speaking yeah. of phenomenal performances, speaking of buzzsaws going through tournaments, we gotta talk about the next match, which is Collins versus Miller. Miller probably look this this was crazy. I want to hear your yeah. Go ahead, man. Give me your thoughts. Collins versus Miller, because I'm excited to talk about this one. What else needs to be said about Collins? <laughs> what else needs to be said about this dude? We started talking about him when people was doubting him. We kept on talking about him, and they were like, "He hasn't hit a five point question because we don't know how good he is until he hits a five point question." Even though he never even had to hit a two point question at that time. Then he goes into one of the dopest overtime matches, and then boom, he's good. And then he's coming up against someone who, to me, has been having an underdog story as well with Liz Shannon Miller. And what does he do? You said it just, you said it oh so exactly correct. But saw it don't matter who's in his way. What happens when an unstoppable force meets completely removable objects? He gets them out the way. He gets them out the way. I don't know what else there is to say. I'm kind of speechless in that regard. With, with Collins, I don't know how he's doing these things, but he's doing it. And I'm completely like, this is there's this rookie who's getting all the way through the ultimate schmodown, and he's not taking any shortcuts, he's just beating people. And there's no, uh, there hasn't been any weird challenges there has been any weird game altering decisions it's just straight up nah get out the way roca get out the way you know it doesn't matter who it is <laughs> the truth he's the truth man yeah look here's how it goes last out i'm excited to talk about this because there are times in my life even though i live in alabama and we don't have the greatest of educational sources around that I am actually <laughs> correct, and I do look super intelligent, and this is one of them. 
Nerd Chronic watching one of the streams I was on. This was before the Roka match. This was after the play-in match. I said, whoever you are out there, whoever you are that don't know, does not know who Adam Collins is, you better start learning because this man's about to do something. Because when I saw the first match, I was like, oh, man, dude, he literally possibly could take out Roka in his first round match. And with that being said, dude, 3-0, and first three matches, knockouts. Never, He didn't even get drafted. He had to get, like, signed on to the team later on in the year. Then he gets thrown into this 3-0, and three knockouts, goes into an overtime match, wins, and then gets over here against what you just said, a true-life Cinderella story. We thought we were seeing – the ace like we saw like in Star Wars tournament come into the female version of that in the singles tournament with Liz, the lightning Shannon Miller comes through here and she's lighting people up. She beat some of the best players in the game. Matter of fact, I think chance is still the best player in the game right at the second. And she beat him to get there along with bibs. And it's like, Oh man, maybe Alan Collins can't do this. Maybe all the luck, all the, all, all the, there's just things in the air, maybe on Liz Shannon Miller's side, and Adam Collins says, nah, man, screw that. He said, screw fate. I'm going to go in here and get the job done. And that's what that dude has done this whole entire tournament. This, to me, to me, may be the greatest run in Schmodown history. And that's including some of the greats. We haven't had to talk about that. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. First of all, wait a minute. I'm going to need this you to pump the brakes. I'm going to need you to pump the brakes. I'm going to need you to pump the brakes. We're not going to sit here and crown this man like that. We are not going to sit there and crown this man like that. No, he's playing phenomenal, but we're not going to sit there and discredit. If he finishes this no. up. No. I, look, I agree with no. you to a certain point. Hell no. I'm we're not saying, do look, if he finishes this up, he wins this tournament, and he takes the belt, tell me a better stretch, a better stretch run from anyone in the in the, in the the league. You forgot Ever. what Oyama did. We didn't even mention that before. Oyama went on a similar run. I, I agree. But, but like, who did he beat? Who this guy had to beat in this tournament, man? Being like, yo, Yama had that chance to like at least get a little bit under his belt. I'm he built his way slowly up there. Judgment. I'm going to reserve judgment, but we ain't going to sit there now. If he can win this and then take a belt off of you know, goat, then we can talk about it. Oh, he yeah, actually called out the goat. I mean, he wants a piece of that goat. Yeah, we know he. The coyote might be munching. On a little tender go to Ronis, you know what I'm saying? If he Not can, if if he could end up going all the way, because we all know the greatest runs in Schmodown history always end with somehow, you know, beating the goat. If he can do that, then we're talking about something. I mean, sure. But until then, we are not going to sit there and say it's better than Sam way. Levine run. I didn't say. That it was a definite yet. I'm going to stop you right he's there. On his way. I'm he's on his way. Right put some respect on Sam Levine's name. Well, you name. better put some respect on Collins' name. Don't I be am. over here crying and trying to back out of what you I'm said. Not, he's I probably over time right Collins, now on this question, but I don't care. I Guess think what, Collins bro? is just fine. Like, you but we're not going to do here. that. Like, look, I hope you got a nice, fine dinery. I hope your, I hope your wife that you was able to enjoy that anniversary. Maybe maybe y'all got some of the fine dining out. Don't put it up. Don't put up that 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 nice china that you pulled out. Don't pull. Don't, keep it out, because crow always comes up better when you have to eat it. Are you, you, eat are, you are you at, are you out of breath yet from blowing all that smoke? Nope. Just stop. It. Never. Just stop it. Never. Okay. I am saying Adam Collins is the truth. 
I am saying that he is doing a phenomenal job, and I don't know how he's doing it. But I'm not going to sit there and say that where he's at right now is a better run. All I got to say is, people out there, if you're watching this right now, you better come up with some creative ways to throw Coyote in a cool chant. Coyote. 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 Well, That's what's about of, to be happening. Well, okay. Well, transitioning. Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> Jesus, man. Speaking of which, we got to keep on talking about your boy because he is going to be playing the in Snyder next. And uh, we have to talk about it, man. Snyder, Collins, who you got? Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> if this ain't the most obvious answer to any question, it, you just heard the last topic. Adam Collins. Adam Collins is going to – look, let me tell you something, Roxy. We just talked about what a great job you did. We talked about what you did. You pulled snipes. We could all see it in his eyes. He was about to give it up, man. He was about to just quit on it. But she was able to pull him out of that for the first time probably ever. She was able to affect the man, but I don't care. She better start watching movies like Rudy or just any kind of movie that you could think of that's got some of the greatest speeches in movie history. She better watch Remember the Titans, you know, and, and watch that speech that they got going on in front of the monument. She better start getting all these speeches up. Like, uh, watch a Patton speech from the old World War II days in the military or something, because she's going to have to have every trick in the book to keep Snyder in this game. Because when the coyote, when he smells that blood, he don't stop. And he hasn't stopped. This could be – look, let me tell you, this is how it's going to go. This is how this thing is going to go. It's either going to be a blowout uh-huh. where we have another TKO and our knockout happening from the Coyote to the end Snyder Snyder, or it's going to be a close game, which I still still think if it's a close game, it's 50-50, 50% of that going to Collins even in a close game. Even if Snyder keeps it in there close – I still think it's Coyote probably just a little more than Snyder on that game. But I'm just telling you right now, it straight up 100%, you ain't going to be able to give no speeches to help somebody against that Coyote because he ain't stopped running roughshod off the, over everybody. Listen to me. Snyder's great. He's a great player. But is he John Roca? Is he John Roca? And John Roca got knocked out. So how many times has Snyder beaten John Roca one-on-one? I don't, I don't think so. Um, yeah. I don't That's think what so. I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think so, man. You, you keep throwing these questions at me. I don't have the uh, the, the recall memory <laughs> to look back on four years ago. <laughs> look, look. Here's the thing. I want Snyder to win this match. I do. I want Snyder to win this match. I think that I, I want to see Snyder Merle. I've never seen it before. I've been watching this way too long to not see these two guys go at it. I want him to face Merle and win that belt for the first time. I want him to. I want him to. Snyder, Jeff Snyder, I want you to beat Collins. I want you to put an end to the madness. End this run. I want you to do it. But here's why I don't think he can. Adam, That's the smartest thing you said all day. <laughs> Adam Adam Collins. Has he missed in the third round? Bro, 
Let me give you a stat from Mr. Adam Collins. He has played in more matches than he has missed questions. I don't. I don't know how to respond to that. It's kind of like when you hear, I didn't know he said that. I did. It's kind of like when you hear that Larry Fitzgerald, Hall of Fame, I mean, future Hall of Fame wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals, sports ball guy, sports ball, mm-hmm. uh, where you find out that he's actually have, he has more tackles than he has dropped passes in the NFL. Think about that, all you football fans. Think about that, wide receiver. When you hear a stat like that, it's, how do you put a how do you put a stop to that? Snyder, here's my, here's my thing with Snyder. Here's why I say that he can't win this match, or here's why I say that he, I don't believe he will win. He can win any match. You can win any match on any given day. I don't think he will win because of Collins' accuracy rate. The numbers state state that Snyder will lose this match. He will miss a question probably in the second round. He will miss a question probably in the first round, and he. Definitely, I mean, just like he did this last match, he missed a, a three-pointer in the third round. Collins doesn't miss. I mean, he's hitting an over 90% on all of his questions in the entirety of his run. Bro, like I said, he has played in more matches than he what? has missed questions. What? It's... Missing one point of ma- missing one question a match. Now, if that question falls on the five pointer, the five point question, then Jeff Snyder, you, I, man, you better take advantage. That is, it's, it's, that's where it comes down to. Or Collins just have to be completely off his game. You know what, Snyder? You know what? It's time to get in his head. It's time to start playing my games because no one's tried it. No one's tried it with this kid. Everyone, I mean, when when he played John Roker, we keep bringing up John Roker because that's the biggest name that he had to play back then. But when he played John, John Roker, wasn't trying to do the head game stuff. He didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. But now we know who he is. He's exactly who he thought we thought he was. You gotta start to play the head games. You gotta start doing the tricks. Is that dirty? Maybe. Is it fair? Yes. <laughs> like, is it legal? Absolutely. But you gotta find a way to get an edge up. You gotta find a mental advantage. And um I want Snyder to win. I want him to to beat Merle. I would love to see the belt go onto that tyrant's shoulders. Nothing would make me happier than to see the inmates run the assignment. New versus old. I'm telling you right now, this is not a promo that is perfection when it's new versus old. That's what this is, man. The left side of the bracket became the new playground, and the right side of the bracket became the old playground, the old dog versus the new dog. Right here, right now. Perfect. Perfect for the promo. That's all it's got to be. New versus old, baby. I'm done with this. I mean, I I can't argue with that, but I will say this. You know, wine tastes better with age. Wine tastes better better with age. Now, hopefully, Snyder can show if he's a very nice Cabernet Sauvignon next uh, next week or tomorrow when he plays, whenever he plays. I hope so. But moving on, uh, we're doing this a little bit differently today, guys. Uh, We're going to go ahead and get into our Patreon submitted question right now. Submitted to us by one of our directors in our uh, director's tier. You can check all that out, www.patreon.com slash 
Bobby Gucci. And uh, coming in hot, we have our good homie, Arizona Gucci. Arizona Gucci coming in. Hey, fellas, question. If Jeff Snyder wins the 2020 Ultimate Schmodown Singles Tournament, does this put him in the GOAT conversation as we all know what he has done with teams? Have at it. Fantastic question. Hambo. Brian Buck. Man, come on, man. Kind of like me. I agree. I kind of agree with with Lando, what he was saying a little bit earlier. Like, almost putting that, you know, cart before the horse mentality. Almost putting something up there before it needs to be up there. If he were to win this tournament, no. It's not It's not even close. He's still not part of the GOAT conversation. If he were to win this tournament and beat Dan Merle for the belt, I still don't think he's in the running for the greatest of all time conversation like Dan Merle is, maybe even like the John Rokas of the world, maybe one or two other players that's out there. But now if he does that, if he wins this tournament, if he goes on and especially beats – if he especially beats Dan Merle, he's part of that Mount Schmodown, you know, kind of thing that people talk about all the time. You know, like he, he's definitely a top four, top five player probably all time. I don't know if he's even in that conversation even if he wins this tournament. Like, I don't know if you're still putting him on that mountain with those other faces yet, even with a even with the victory in this tournament uh, and taking it home. Now, if he wins the belt, I definitely believe he should be in that conversation because then he would be a singles title holder, a tag team title holders, and he's been part of some really great tag teams. I mean, the Patriots run like we were talking about earlier, that kind of thing. So, like, yeah, if he were to go on and win the belt from here, he definitely would at least deserve to be in that conversation of being on that mountain, but I don't even know if he's in that conversation with a win on this tournament. Definitely not a goat conversation. So here's my thing. Okay, one, can I, if I could just say this, uh, I am personally tired of talking about Mount Rushmore. Yeah. I think the Mount Rushmore conversation needs to be over. I need I need Christian Harloff to come out tomorrow and just say, here's the four on Rushmore. Chisel it so we can move the hell on away from this conversation. Because Mount Rushmore don't change every single week. Mount Rushmore is there to me as, you know, founders, as notable, like, the notable players. And then you, you put it together, put it, put it together, and you move on. Now, I would like to push the conversation over to Hall of Fame. I would like to just talk about Hall of Fame. It's now, do I think he's, I say that because I don't think he's GOAT. I don't think he's Jordan. I don't think he's Brady. I don't think he's Tiger Woods or nothing like that. I don't think that he's Roger Federer. I don't think that he's the greatest player to ever play the game. I think that he was on one of the teams that was one of the greatest teams ever played the game. He was instrumental in that. But I told you earlier, I think that he was the B player on that team. And without him having any singles accolades, because you know how he feels about IG, not a real thing. Mm-hmm. And without him winning the singles belt, how can you put someone there? You know, so I personally don't think one Mount Schmodown, whatever you want to call it. I think if you were to put a team on there, I think it's the Shire Wolves. 
not the Patriots. Uh, if the Shawwolves wasn't a, a thing, maybe the Patriots would there above the line. But unfortunately, that's not where we live at. We live in a time where the Shawwolves came in and they dominated. And they deserve that right to be on there. So no, I don't think he smells Schmodown. But do I think to really solidify his place in like Hall of Fame, if they were to start to open up a Hall of Fame, which I wish they would start to talk about more than this Mount Schmodown madness. Yeah. Because I, I just hate to bear down to four people. I, I just it's like we've had so many great players, but you want to talk about the top four. Now you talk about to me up to me, it's like I mean I got a top ten. You know. I, I just I just think that the, the conversation about the Schmodown the Mount Schmodown I think is kind of it, it's y'all keep talking about it. I'm not Look, sure. let's put that but, conversation in the Hall of Fame when yeah. we open up the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Facts. And because like if, if we say Hall of Fame talk, like you just brought up, Hall of Famer, absolutely. Hall of Fame talk, Snyder is definitely a Hall of Famer. Yes. Like if his career ended today with if he quit and didn't play the next match to win this tournament or to lose this tournament, he would be in the Hall of Fame. He's that good of a player to be in there. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Now is he first ballot? Maybe not. But um, I do think if he can end up winning this tournament, and, that, and that's the other part of this conversation too, winning the tournament. Now, winning the tournament is a big accolade, but it's what the tournament leads you to which really matters, and that's that shot at the singles belt. If he wins the tournament and then loses as spectacular right before award season, right before the end of the season, I mean, homie, can you tell me the last five Super Bowl, you know, runner-ups? Go for it. You know, mm-hmm. no one cares. I mean, I, I, it'll be very hard for me to tell you the past few Schmodown, ultimate Schmodown finalists because unless they win, congratulations, you're the first loser. You know, that's just how I look at it. But do I think that he is a Hall of Famer? I think he's a Hall of Famer right now. Mm-hmm already with the Patriots but for a singles competitor if I were to take the Patriots away that's another good question if you take the Patriots thing away and just go to base off of his singles I don't think he's a Hall of Famer right now off of his singles record but if he can win the ultimate showdown and then win the belt then I think you can place him there in mm-hmm. a singles Hall of Famer oh yeah no definitely uh, I mean, think about it. The, the greatest of all times actually throwing his shoes because of COVID. It kind of like put a wrinkle in it, but he's throwing his shoes in the IG to go three levels. You can't be a guy saying that that section that that guy's going for, which is another legitimate section of the Schmodown, is a joke and be the greatest of all time because that guy that we call the greatest of all time so far, he's doing it. That's so how it is. I mean, it's facts. Like it or dislike it. I mean, it's yeah. a, it's it's a part. It's a it's a part of it. It is a if this entire league, this entire Schmodown thing is a sport. All leagues, um, all leagues. You know, they mm-hmm. they all stand on their own. And we've seen phenomenal play from Star Wars competitors and IG players. I don't agree with what Snyder said. He is fully within his right to believe whatever he wants to say. I don't look at consideration for him and his position in the showdown i just am saying because he will not go into the ig division you know he we can only rely on his singles and his teams for that hall of fame talk but i do think that if he can win this and win the belt he is definitely in contention for hall of fame but i do believe he's already in there for his time uh with the patriots uh yeah with that being said 
um, Hambone, you would get into our fifth topic. Yeah, uh, not a topic I really want to bring up, to be honest with you, but it's something that does need to be talked about because it's a big part of the smoke down. It hits all of us as fans, players, people that run the whole deal. Um, and I'll let you uh, kick it off. Uh, man, we're going to talk about uh, Smets and his announcement uh, that was just announced today. When when we are actually recording this, it was announced earlier today, uh, stage three colon cancer, uh, that he was diagnosed a little bit beforehand. And uh, our thoughts about that. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So obviously we all heard the heartbreaking, crushing news um, about um, about Kevin Smets, and uh, it's it's tough, man. Um, not just because of him being a Schmodown competitor. I mean, he's a human being first. He's the one that I've actually had a chance to meet um, a few times and you know share a beer with. And you know me, uh, if I share a beer with you. Um, I bring you into like my arms, man, and um, I just heartbroken. Living testament, right here. Um, if for for real, um, and the man is a new husband, and he is a new father, and um, completely devastated to uh, uh hear this news, but um, yeah. The guy's a soldier. The guy's a fighter. Uh, I'm I'm kind of with him. I heard the news, and uh, I'm not going to look at any of the stats because stats don't matter. He's not a stat. He's not a he is not a stat in my in my head. He's he's going to beat this. Um, and this is definitely not something that I like to talk. I mean, I don't want to talk about it at all. I mean, uh, I just lost my sister not too long ago, and grieving sucks but i don't think we're gonna have to be grieving because this guy's a fighter this guy's a fighter and um i think he's going to like i said he has two of the greatest gifts on earth to try to fight for and that is his new family which um by the way shout out to his wife um he told that story about how his wife really pushed the uh the conversation for him to go and get checked out and um definitely when he spoke out about uh you know, colonoscopies and stuff like that. I think it's a very pertinent conversation for, uh, for for us to talk about, especially men. It's one of the one things that we just don't like to talk about, and you know, because of whatever stigma that we throw at it. And I think it's very important that uh, we kind of switch that narrative on that particular subject. We got to take care of our health. Um, it kind of puts things in perspective. Um, I'm, I'm trying to go around, not just to like him, but also to people close to him, um, to his friends. If you're a friend of Kaiser, I'm not the first friend of Kaiser, but I, I did reach out to like Kaiser and stuff like that, and um, you know, told Kaiser like, hey man, I'm also here for you. Don't don't. It's it's not just Smets going through this. It's also his surrounding friends. Just as just as normal. So be be courteous to everyone that might be around him. Uh, uh might be around Smets. They're all fighting this with him, um, just as he's fighting this uh, for them. They're all in that together. So just as you're reaching out to, to him, um, you know, I do recommend, you know, reaching out to everybody around him and to let them know, like, hey, you're going through this too. We support you also because these fights, is, it's never one-on-one. -on -one. It's never one-on-one. -on -one. It's always a team versus this. Uh, he's going to do just fine. 
I know he will. And I love that that tagline going around, you know, smash cancer. I know he's going to. And um, we're going to talk about this one for a little bit. So if you, you know, there's no sudden death, this is going to bleed in. So uh, sorry for taking up a little too much time. But Kevin, my heart is with you and your family and your friends. Um, I know that you're a good good dude, man. And, and I got this beer here for you because I told you uh, once you're done kicking cancer's ass, I'm going to take you out for a beer when I see you. So uh, love you, brother. And you got this. Yep. <laughs> man, it's tough. Like, <laughs> not even not even a month ago, I was lucky enough to have Kevin Smith join the Let's Get Ready podcast as we were doing, like, a live show. And he was helping us break down matches. And this is not even a month ago. And for him to come out and say that, like, he actually got diagnosed, like, a month and a half ago or around that time period – and I go back and think about the fact that, like, that dude had that crap going on in his mind and came on our show, was very professional, upbeat, you know, talking about all the stuff, having fun with us, spending that time with us during a time that when you get, like, devastating news, news that, like, it's not only devastating for you, but it's devastating for, like, what you said, a new family a new wife, a new kid. When he was on the show, because I'm I'm a single father, everybody knows that, I've said it a couple of times, but because I'm a dad, I had some words for him. And I was like, yo, bro, like when you grab your daughter or son, because I didn't even know which one it was going to be at the time, but when you grab that child for the first time, you're going to realize what's the most important thing in your life is. Mm-hmm. And to have that moment, but yet when you have that moment to be like, oh, man, like, I got a shitty debt dealt against me. A shitty hand was given to me because I just saw the most important thing in my entire life right in front of me. And I've got this news to deal with at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, that's got to be the toughest thing anybody has to go through. And with that being said, Kevin, I kind of got like a new message for you. You may not even need it, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. That child, I guarantee you, is the most important thing that you ever had, that you ever will have, that you'll ever be a part of. But very important to that child, which is your most important thing in your life is you to still be there to be that child's father. And I know that you know that. And what that's going to take is like the strength and the power of 10 men, 15 men, a whole damn army to like overcome what you have to overcome. But you have to stay in it. You have to keep your head up, do your thing and be a father to that child and be there until she's grown up. And she doesn't have to have you anymore. Be there. And I think you will. Because like what my man Lando said, you're a fighter. We all seen it. We all, we've all heard it. We've all got to witness it. Even though it's something called the Schmodown. And in grand scheme of things, it's not like it's football that millions and millions of people watch. But the, the, the thousands of people that do, because there is thousands, the thousands of people that do, 
We've all seen it. We've all witnessed it because even in those small things, people can do great things. People can still be a shining light for other people. So you do your thing. We've seen it. I've got your back. Lando's got your back. We all have your back. Well, when it comes to this, uh, you need anything, you come to the community. And what I want to say is the community, this is the time. Times like this is the time to like show up, screw making the stupid troll post, screw going after somebody because they missed a question in some game that we like to do because these people are real and they have real problems. And we're witnessing it now. You use something, a piece of news that is something negative that we have gotten today. You use that to do something good. And this is the time. Be good to each other. It's just Schmodown. It's something that me and Lando argue about, but we do it in fun all the time. But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. People mean something. Kevin Smets means something, not only to us, but to his family and to his friends, to people like Kaiser that we know. This is manager that was friends before he even got done, you know, before they even started the Schmodown. But do the thing. Get it over with. I know you'll be fine. We'll meet you on the other side. Yes, facts, man. And uh, there's no smoother way to transition out of that. Hey, guys, you know um, where to find us. You guys know what this is. It's the five-pointer. Um, go go give support to Smets. Go get support to Smets. That's what we're here for. We're one big community. Um, yeah, with that being said, I'm just going to go ahead and just slowly hit this end record button and we're going to slide up out of here hand bone my brother appreciate you love you man